on Facebook. What's up, Kingdom Builder? Welcome back to this Bible study. And I wonder, in your business, in your life, have you ever been in places where you felt like you didn't have enough? You didn't have enough leads, and that's why your business isn't going well. You didn't have enough intelligence, and that's why you're not moving to the next level. You didn't have enough skills, and that's why you're not able to get your next promotion, earn the higher paycheck, be able to expand your business to the highest levels. Well, today I want to talk to you about what the Bible says about that exact situation. And I believe that if you're able to gather this truth today and implement it, it'll absolutely transform your life, your joy, and everything. Because it is the number one thing that Satan does to rob you of your success. So if that sounds interesting to you, subscribe if you haven't already to my YouTube and share this with somebody that you feel that this could benefit. But I'll start with you a story, and I wonder if this is something relatable. And this was literally just yesterday as I'm making this video right here. I'm in the car, and I'm grateful that it's uh, helpful for you today. Um, I'm in the car, and I'm driving around, and um, you know, me and my wife were having our rounds, and we're we're trying to uh, we're, we're we're preparing to do landscaping for our home that we just bought a couple months ago, and. As I'm going on this drive, it's supposed to be our Sabbath, but my mind just can't stop thinking about business, right? My mind can't stop thinking about where we want to go because we have big goals and we feel like, I feel like, I need more. And I'm sitting there talking with my wife and she kind of snaps at me in the most positive ways. I think uh, God speaks through my wife to me many times. Maybe I wonder who that is for you in your life. And she basically says, babe, stop complaining. Why aren't you grateful for what it is that you already have? You already have enough. You already have enough skills. You already have enough business. You already have enough ideas. You already have enough support to do everything it is that you need to do. And I was struck with this realization that there was a lack of gratitude in my life. And we all know gratefulness is important, right? Put a one in the comments if you understand that gratitude is an important attitude to have. Good morning. We understand gratitude is important. And we might say that we're grateful, right? Maybe it's a part of your daily habit to say, I'm grateful for this and grateful for that. But in all honesty, at that moment, I realized that there was a deeper level of gratitude that I needed to understand. And if we understand this and we implement it, it'll change everything for us in our lives. Because if you think back to what Adam and Eve did, and you think back to the original temptation by the enemy himself, if you remember the story, Adam and Eve were given every single tree in the garden to eat except for one. And what did Satan do? Satan turned Eve to, say, to only look at the one that God said that they couldn't eat. Satan said, did God really say you couldn't eat of every tree in the garden? Have you ever heard that in your life before? That there's things that you didn't have. You didn't have that other skill set. You didn't have enough leads. You didn't have enough social media presence. You didn't have enough uh, 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 contacts. You didn't have enough system. You didn't have enough whatever that it is. Satan turns our focus to the things that we don't have to rob us of the success and the opportunity that God has already given to us. But you see, Jesus has something different to say about this. And it's interesting because if you take a look at the Gospels, if you take a look at the four 
books of John, Mark, Luke, and Matthew, there's only a couple of stories that are repeated in every single one. So who here knows that God don't repeat something if he doesn't want us to learn something about that? And one of those stories is the feeding of the 5,000. Now, if you've been in church or heard a sermon on this before, it's talked about a lot. But I believe that God has a deeper revelation for us. So let's take a look at this. This is how you can turn around the enemy's attack. This is how you can turn around blessings. This is how the enemy is robbing you from success and we can take it back and how we can move to the next level. I'm going to read this through John. And it's interesting. I read through all of them, but John puts it in an interesting way here. John 6, 2 says a large crowd was following him, Jesus, because they were watching the signs which he was performing on those who were sick. Jesus went to the mountain, sat there with his disciples. Jesus, after raising his eyes and seeing that a large crowd was coming to him, said to Philip, where are we to buy bread so that these people may eat? So kingdom builder, I want us to think, what do you feel God has called you to do in your life? What's the goal? What's the target? Maybe some of us here have a promotion you want to hit. Maybe some of us have a goal and a dream that God's given to you. Maybe some of us feel like you want to do something amazing for the kingdom. You want to do something amazing for your company, amazing for your family. What is that thing? If you have a goal in mind, you feel has been an inspired thought, put a two in the comments below. So Jesus asks Philip and he gives him an inspired goal. And this is the interesting part. I felt like I've never seen this before. Right? So Jesus asked him that question. And he says this, John 6, 6. He was saying this only to test him. For he himself knew what he intended to do. Interesting. Okay. So Jesus knew what was going on. Philip answered him, 200 denarii worth of bread is not enough for them. For each to receive just a little. So here you have Philip looking at the situation from a worldly eye. Jesus asked him to do a goal, feed the 5,000. Philip's like, yo, how are we going to do this? We got no money. How about you and your business? Have you had a goal where you feel like you're looking to the world? You're like, I don't got enough confidence for this. I don't have enough experience to do this. I don't have whatever it is that fill in the blank. In fact, what is that thing that you feel that you don't have enough of? And because of that, you can't. For me, it, I felt like I didn't have enough. Uh, I didn't have enough uh, leads. I didn't have enough contacts. I didn't have enough uh, tools. There's always something more. I didn't have enough intelligence. Let's keep on going through this story. Does it keep on going down here? One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon's Peter brother, said to him, there's a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish. But what are these for so many people? So they had something, but it was not a lot. In the world's eyes, when God gives you a goal in a vision, here's a principle. If you only look at the circumstances from your own eyes, then it's always going to look not enough. Satan would have us to believe that lie. He would have you believe that 
you're not capable enough. You're not young enough. You're not old enough. You're not experienced enough. You're not strong enough. You don't have enough time. You don't have enough effort, right? Who here has some things in, in mind? Like, you know what this voice is like. There's a condemnation. There's a feeling of lack. See, Satan is someone of lack, but God, he's someone of abundance. And here's the flip. Jesus said, have the people recline to eat. They reclined. There was 5,000 of them. Jesus then took the loaves. Here's the key. And after giving thanks, after giving thanks, he distributed them to those who were reclining. Likewise, also the fish as much as they wanted. And if you know the rest of the story, they fed the 5,000, which um, theologians say, those are 5,000 men, so they probably have women and children. It's probably near to 10,000, 15,000, even more as well, too. Here's the principle. How Satan is robbing us from the success that God wants for each and every single one of us is when God gives us a vision with our worldly resources, seemingly, it's never going to look like enough. David had a couple of pebbles going up against Goliath. Gideon only had 300 men facing the armies, right? It's never going to seem like enough. But the principle here is that's exactly what God wants from us. You know what the best testimony in the world is with our goals as a kingdom builder? is that in our seemingly not enoughness, that if we allow God to enter into the circumstance, then he will be able to work out his miracle through that situation. What if we already had enough because God only needs our hearts to be able to give that to him? What if God wants to work a miracle with your seeming lack? It says that in Corinthians that God uses the foolish of the world to confound the wise. But what do we have to do? We have to give thanks. Jesus himself, the son of God, had to give thanks. I mean, he kind of didn't have to, right? But he modeled to us something. So Jesus took the five loaves and the two fish. And he said, thank you, Lord. Because this is all we need. Because I understand that this isn't just, it's not out of my effort that I'm going to do this. It's through you that you can do everything that you need to do. You see, if it's a God-sized dream, there's a saying that God won't lead you to it if he won't lead you through it. Moses led the Israelites out of slavery. They end up at the Red Sea, which seems like an impossible situation. Moses looks to the Lord and guess what? Mo God splits the Red Sea and they go through. And as I was meditating through the scripture, I was so convicted because the reality is this, and I don't know if you struggle with this, but God's been there all along. God has given so many good gifts and fruit to each and every single one of us already. And even in light of the things and the circumstances and the goals that we all want to be able to achieve, and even in the face of seeming impossibility, 
in that very moment, I realized that if we give thanks for the things that God has already given to us, then we're able to allow God to work through us the miracle that he wants us to be able to do. And if we don't give thanks, then we're basically saying, God, let me try to take this back into my own hands. And that's exactly how the enemy attacks us. Does anyone else struggle with this at all? Lack of gratitude? Does anyone else try to take back the miracle back into your hands? Because if that is today, then we have the solution if you take a look at Jesus and the feeding of the 5,000. Kingdom builder, what if God has already given you enough already? What if you already enough? What if you already have enough? What if you already know enough skills? You have enough attitude. You have enough energy. You have enough people. You have enough contacts, whatever that it is. And what if he's just asking you today, give thanks for whatever he's given to you. And then take action on what he's already given to you. Because when you co-partner with God in thankfulness, in gratitude, then that allows God to enter into the scene and do the miracle that he wants us to be able to do. And I started to realize that. And I woke up today different. And I said, wow, thank you, Lord. You gave us this opportunity to even be online. Thank you, Lord, that there's already people actually watching this. Thank you, Lord, that you gave me some business already. Thank you, Lord, that there's already tools that you've given to me. Thank you, Lord. What am I stewarding? How am I stewarding the things that we've already given? We, he, he's already given to us. Because if we're faithful with a little bit, he will entrust us with much. So today, Kingdom Builder, my challenge to all of us today is this is, what has God already given to us that we can be thankful for? And what can we do to respond to what he's given to us out of positive expectation? And what do we need to be diligent in actually moving forward? Before you have 100 clients, what about the one that he's given to you? Before you have a million followers, how are you helping the 100 that you have? Before you want to make a million dollars, how about the $5 that he's given to you? Whatever it is, we all have enough right now. Take diligent, faithful action on that. And then he's going to give it to you more. Here's the last thing. You see, what's interesting is as you continue to read through this story, yes, the miracle seemingly was the feeding of the 5,000. But you know what's interesting? If you keep on reading just a little bit more, is when we're faithful with a little bit and we give thanks to God, and we show that we're, we're faithful. We show that we are diligent with that. I think the biggest miracle that happens is God then trusts us with further revelation. Because not too long after this story, right immediately, it says that that's when the disciples went alone and they were on the boat in the water. And they see that Jesus comes to them walking on water and gives them revelation that he is the son of God, that he is the Christ, that he is the Messiah and gives them secrets that others were not able to receive. You see, maybe Jesus is testing us with milk, it says in the word, liquid food. And he's saying, do you trust me with this a little bit? Because I want to give you more from the kingdom. I want to give you bread from the kingdom. I want to give you solid food and mature ourselves in the kingdom. 
So with a little bit that he's given to you right now, seemingly, which is more than enough, be grateful for that, take action on that. And after that, watch as God says that he's we're more trustworthy. And he gives you even further revelation, the biggest and the best mysteries of the universe. And he's able to entrust it to you. So hopefully this was helpful. If it was, be sure to subscribe if you haven't already. And share this if it was helpful as well too. And by the way, if you haven't picked up my book yet, I talk a lot about how to draw closer to God in this book called The Miraculous Breakthrough Formula. You can check it out in the link in the bio and the links in the caption because I truly believe that um, in business, if we're able to co-partner with God and really allow God into our lives and understand his principles and act on them, there's going to be a different type of different type of life that happens through that. And, uh, and let me end us with a prayer today. There are people right now You've been struggling with stress and fear and anxiety. You've been struggling with the feelings of not being enough. You've been struggling with debilitating anxiety, things that are just weighing your spirit down. You know that you're someone that's faithful. You know that you're someone that is called to an amazing purpose. But for whatever reason, you feel like there's just something oppressing you. Maybe you call it bad luck. Maybe you call it just bad days. But today, I just want to bring to encouragement and bring to mind that God is more than enough, that God only needs the five loaves and the two fish. In fact, God doesn't even need anything. He can rain manna from the heavens. But what God wants most from each and every single one of us is our faith to not be in our circumstances, our faith not to be in whatever it is that we feel like we don't have, that our faith just goes to the provider of the law, that every single, every single good and perfect gift comes from God above. And that all he wants us today is just to turn our hearts and just realize that we serve a God and we can co-partner with a God that created this entire universe from a single moment that he provides and he sustains every single living thing on the planet. That he's the one that created money. That he's the one that created time. That he's the one that knows everything about everything. And he's the one that loved us so much that he sent his one and only son to die for us so that we can have an eternal relationship with him. And today, I believe that God just wants us to turn our attention to what he's already given. And he's given to us already the greatest thing of it all, eternal life. He's given to us a gift that we can never give ourselves. If anyone here today has not given to your life to the Lord, brother, and you haven't accepted Jesus as Lord Savior in life, this is a good opportunity to do so. Because that gift is really the first of many, something that we can never do on our own. We thank you, Lord, for that sacrifice. We also thank you, Lord, for everything else that's been given. Lord, I believe as kingdom builders, I believe you've already given us. Thank you for the vision that you've given to each of our brothers and sisters. Thank you for renewing dreams in each of our brothers and sisters. Thank you for waking them up today, waking us up today so that we could even gather. Thank you for the freedom and the technology to even hear this. Thank you for this opportunity to have enough money to even afford internet so that we can even have this. Thank you for the opportunities you've already granted each and every single one of us within our businesses, within our calls. Thank you for every single thing that we did not have to work for at all. To be able to have everything come together to do this. I mean, even on the technology right now, you created the sand that is in the actual processors in this phone or in this computer. Lord, you brought geniuses together to create this thing called an internet. I can't even think about how 
I, I just don't even know how that works. Thank you for giving us enough money to be able to have this freedom. Thank you for giving us energy and a, a mental a mental understanding and wisdom to even hear and understand these words. Thank you for just you've already given us enough. And if we turn to you the five loaves and the two fish, we thank you for the already enough that you've given to us. And ask of you today to help us to be able to steward what it is you've given to us wisely. Out of expected faith that you'll trust us with even more as we'll do. Lord, show all of us today the next step and allow us to walk into that step empowered and excited and thankful that you've given us an opportunity to carry out your will. You say, I will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thank you for giving us and entrusting us with a great responsibility and help us to see whether it's a thousand people or one, that whatever that it is, it's already enough. And thank you for being the God of multiplication, Lord. We give this into your hands today, just like you did with the bread and the fish. And thank you for the increase and the multiplication that's going to come through us, through you, through us. We praise you, we thank you, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Kingdom Builder, I hope this was encouraging. Um, God bless you. If you got an inspired thought today, my encouragement every single time is that take action on how do we take the wisdom that's been given to you today? If you received any type of insight at all, put a 10 in the comments below, just so we all know. Take action on that. Faithfully, thankfully, expectantly, excitingly. And just know that God's going to meet you right there. Now watch as it provides the next steps. Awesome talk. You got it, Sandy. You absolutely got it. And if this was encouraging, once again, subscribe, share this, and take a look at that book if you're interested as well, too. We'll see you on the next one. Have a great one. God bless.